We'll move on to the story now. South African citizens and businesses have raised concerns after NURSA granted ESCOM an 18.65% tariff hike. Organized business says the latest tariff hike will cripple the economy and lead to even more job losses. Economists have further warned that the price hike on the back of stage six load shedding will be the end of many small businesses. For more on this, join now on the line by Harad Poppenfuss, who is the CEO of the National Employers Association of South Africa. Harad, thank you for your time with us this morning. What is your reaction as the Employers Association to this um, increase, but also broadly to just the state of, of, of the economy currently in the country? Good morning, Sibinjile. Uh, uh, you know, this, on, on the one hand, one understands uh, the, the dilemma uh, uh, is confined itself in and... Uh, you know, but that goes with the question is, how did they get there? And we know how they got there. So, you know, um, we're, not, we're not supposed to accept that too easily. Although, you know, what can we do other than to accept it? But we, we need to demand and we do from them to change their style of doing business uh, drastically on all levels. Um you know, an 18% increase um, affects consumers dramatically uh, because this is an item you can't cut it out. You can't cut down on it very easily. Uh, so that this will impact on every element of our economy. The, the price of doing business and the cost for the in consumer will increase rapidly. Um the point is this, you know, a, a household can cut down on certain things. We can be more economic with certain things. And when the power goes down, well, you don't have lights. That's one thing. But when, when you talk about business, that's not that simple. If you're manufacturing, the nine hours a day you're losing in the States, average nine hours a day you're losing is not nine hours. Mm. If, you're, if you're a bakery, for instance, you can't put, switch off your machine machines the moment the, the uh, power goes off. You can't put in a new bat, a, a batch of bread. And then when the power goes off, you just stop there. All mm. that material is lost. So you have to do it long before the time. You have to say, okay, this is time for a new batch. But I can't start it uh, because it won't be finished before the power goes off. So you lose time before beforehand. Yeah. And then when the light goes on, you, you start producing. All those material needs to eat up. Now, people in, the, in, 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 in heavy uh, manufacturing tells me you lose double the time. If the power is off for two hours, you actually lose four. And I get that from everybody. Say so if, if the power goes off for two hours, it affects us, affects that person for four hours. So if you lose nine mm -hmm. hours, that's... 18 hours yeah. but that you know that's the whole day that sounds too that that sounds too terrible now that impacts him it impacts manufacturing it impacts on the wages of the employees so this is drastic and and you know you can do maybe do some things to mitigate it but it's very difficult and alternative uh, measures for electricity is very very expensive yeah, yeah. Um, you know sun solar energy is 
is simply too expensive for the general consumer. Mm. So, so what, what, what are what are business what are employers doing, right? What, what are your members doing now? I mean, there's it's it's a it's a state of crisis. We expect, and in fact, we are seeing drastic decisions be, being taken here. Just from uh, from your association, what are you seeing happening? Or are you know employers looking to to leave South Africa? Perhaps are they looking to close down shop because of of all of these these issues you've just outlined? Well, what, what can you do is, uh, first of all, um, uh, they fall back to, okay, for, uh, sorry, I'm interrupting myself. The, the first thing is, depending on what kind of manufacturing you do, you can fall back to solar. If you have the money, it's very expensive. I know solar. I've introduced it myself at Niasa's head office, for instance. I'm telling you, it's very, very, very expensive. And all we do is aircons and computers and lights. But when you do manufacturing, you simply cannot do it. The, yeah. the electricity that's yeah. required for those processes, it's, it's too heavy. You can't do the solar thing. So um, go to a medium-sized business. You introduce diesel. That's very expensive. That's very expensive. That, that adds a huge burden, burden to, your, to your expenses. But when you go to the small business, um, uh, uh, what can they actually do? Um, what plans can they make? If, you, if you're talking about uh, startups in uh, the normal startup, a guy that doesn't have money, he is he, getting by initially with the bare minimum. You know, there's not much that they can do. So, you know, you just lose it. They, they just try their best. But I tell you, it's almost impossible. So the next thing is you're cutting back on labor and labor's hours. Now, mm. I know that that business don't want to do that. You know, uh, contrary to what the allegation is very often, that business look after their employees and in cutting back on wages and retains is really the last option. So they absorb that to some extent. But there's a point where you say it's just too much. You know, if you lose two hours a day and if it's only two hours a day, then you can say, you know what, I'll absorb it in that two hours. Let's do something else. Let's clean the shop. Let's do something in that two hours, which we would have done in a different time. Mm. But when it gets to stage six, there's not much that you can do. So now it starts impacting on the employee. And when it impacts on the employee in terms of, of income, it affects not him or her. It affects six, seven, eight, nineteen other people. Yeah, yeah. So the, 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 the impact is far-reaching. And we know... And, and this is the concern we've expressed that this is an 18% increase, but will that 18% go for the right course or will the corruption and the fraud continues? And we know if, I mean, today we're talking about the increase. A week ago, we're talking about the mafia controlling ESCO. Now, did the mafia change their attitude overnight? I don't think so. So the, the, the consumers need to demand from the politicians and the executives uh, at ESCOM to to uh, introduce drastic measures to root out corruption and fraud. You know, this problem is not, ESCOM's problem is a political and leadership problem uh, because it can be solved. It can be solved, but we need leadership. Mm-hmm. Just just, uh, just lastly, um, Gerard, on the point about uh, everybody really needing to to demand, again, better, better leadership and an end to 
this crisis. There, there's some who hold the view that, in fact, uh, um, South Africans are maybe not angry enough about about these issues. That uh, we, we we're not seeing people taking to the streets. And of course, uh, uh, people who live in townships who are protesting on a weekly basis, who are um, you know, blockading roads and all sorts of things on a daily basis would, would, would beg to differ. Perhaps it's the middle class that needs to come to the party and, and everybody else, businesses included, who need to come to the party to actually say that enough, enough is enough. What, what's your view on that take about, about perhaps not being um, uh, angry enough or, or demanding um, that, that leadership enough at a, at a national level, given just the scale of this problem? Ian, Zimbabwe, uh, I agree with that 100%. And, and an article I wrote yesterday, I started off with saying that you know we are cannot, we can have two attitudes towards this thing. The one is to just accept it and say you know be glad it's not 32% uh, increase and you know we suck it up and pay. But you know these guys get away with this, uh, um, and 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 we're talking about price increase, but will they change? In all those years, these years, they haven't changed the attitude. It's, it got worse. The corruption within this place increased. Um, it is said the place is now controlled by the mafia, and and we can elaborate on that. So we are not angry enough. And you know what? Unfortunately, business do not have a protest uh, attitude. We, it's not it's not there yet. You know, in, in, in France, when they do certain things, the farmers come in with the tractors and blockade the streets. Now, now we, we don't have that custom uh, in South Africa. But I tell you that business will have to get to the point where we that just continue and make other plans. And But there will be a day where we simply do not have other plans. And we need yeah. to let them understand. We insist that you do something else. And how do you do it? Not only by saying it, and I'm talking to myself now, but to illustrate it visibly. Peacefully, not distracting property, but we need to tell them, filling the streets with thousands of lorries and tractors, telling them, listen, we're not happy. Yeah. We're not happy that this is happening. Um, and make the criminals uncomfortable. Not distracting anything, not breaking down our democracy, but protesting in a way that we can protest. Yeah. But because this need protest, this is not good enough. Gerard uh, Papenfuss, CEO of the National Employees Association of South Africa on the line there. Thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning.